We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Yes, we are back. Another episode of Dice It Up. You know me. You know Ice. You do know that I'm a huge University of Texas homer. And <laughs> while my family was probably upset with the result of the game the other night, uh, what a joy it is to watch our guests play basketball. My God. Uh, Sarah Andrews, Thank uh, junior guard from Baylor University. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I thought you were going to say sorry up, about what man? I did to your horns. Hello. Ah, well, I'm going to let you get into that. Whenever you ask, we can get into it. It's all good. It's all good. No, no, no. I, it was it was a incredible performance, and I feel like every time Texas like was about to make a run, like Sarah just went off uh, with some crazy shot that I don't think you got a single foul call, though, on any of those finishes. I did not think I deserved a few and ones, yeah. but it's okay. I agree. I, I, I've said my things on Twitter about the Big 12 officials, but I'll uh, I'll keep it quiet for now. I don't want another conference being mad at me for stuff I say. Um, anyways, so Sarah, uh, at mm. Baylor, your third year, production is crazy. I mean, you're you know you're playing um, a ton compared to your freshman year on a team that went almost to the national championship. Uh, Take me back to what really brought you to Baylor. I mean, I know the year before you got there, they won a national championship, uh, I guess, in between COVID years, right? So yes. um, what what is it about Baylor and Waco for people who don't know uh, about Waco other than the uh, – what's the show that's filmed there? Um, uh, Chip and Joanne uh, yeah. uh, when they do the houses, yes. Yeah. I don't know the show, but I yeah, Chip and Joanne sounds familiar. Um, so what is it about what drew you to Baylor? Uh first and foremost, I think the biggest thing for me was I wanted to be able to play in front of my family. I wanted mm-hmm. them to be able to see me grow as a woman on and off the court. 
And then second was um, being away from home. You know, I wanted to have a second family. I wanted to be like, who was I going to lean on when times got rough? Because I knew I wasn't going to be able to run home. So who was I going to lean on when times got rough? And I had also seen what Coach Moki had did with the guards before me. I went to the same high school as Odyssey and Alexis and had the same coaches as them. And they were just people that I looked up to. And I saw the great things that she had did with them. And I was like, I want to be a part of that. Odyssey's numbers at Baylor are like jaw dropping. Like when you go back and look at, and, and she was defensive player of the year a couple times too, I think. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I you can go down a rabbit hole out of Odyssey, but I, I did not realize y'all went to the same high school. That's uh, yes. that's nutty. That's a, that's a, that's a team. Um, so y'all were there. What did y'all cross paths like your freshman year or no? Oh, we did. When I got to um, high school, she became like a mentor and a big sister to me. And still to this day, like, I call her every day. She gives me advice no matter what it is. She tells me what I need to hear and not what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, she's played at the level of where I want to be at. Yeah, she was hooping at AU this weekend. Like, just yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, she's putting some numbers yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like Odyssey is, like, timeless. Like you just, her game is so timeless. It translates so well over the years. She always finds a way back in the W, always finds mm-hmm. a way to be on a team that's doing well where she needs to play minutes. I feel like that's a really cool mentor for you to have. Yes, very. Yes. I love her to death. Yeah. You get um, in your Baylor team, though. I mean, like, I can't, I mean, look, the names on that roster are ridiculous. I mean, you got, it's littered with WNBA players and uh, players who are stars that still at Baylor, like yourself and, and Caitlin. But uh, Dijanae, who is one of ICE's good friends, uh, yeah. Connecticut ties. You got Melissa. Uh, and of course, our, our first ever Dice It Up guest, Didi, who we love. Yeah. Uh, ICE, you should ask Sarah, what was the question we asked about that, that NCAA uh, tournament run? Oh, just, I feel like, um, you know, around this time, everybody's getting into tournament time, right? You're preparing for, you know, conference tournaments and, and just how to make a run, like how to have endurance. Um, I kind of wanted to ask you as, you know, one of the leaders of your team, uh, they depend on you for a lot of different things, both sides of the basketball. How do you have endurance during this time? Like, how do you make sure that you and your team aren't fatigued mentally or physically to keep it going? Um, I think it's about uh, I've matured in that area. Um, you have to learn how to take care of your body. You got to eat right. You got to get the proper sleep. And you have to sacrifice, like, the things you want to do for the things you need to do. Like, hey, we might want to go out and have fun, but we know we got to get ready and prepare for the NCAA tournament. And it's about going into the tournament. You have to understand everybody's zero zero. Records don't matter at that point. It's about on that night, who's playing the best basketball because – Anybody can be beat. So I think the biggest thing is about keeping everybody's mindset on, knowing, like, teams are going to go on runs. It's basketball. It's just about staying together and being connected and just trusting the process. Yeah. And then what about for you personally? I mean, we've seen you have some crazy big games this season. We've seen you be the Naismith Player of the Week, ESPN Player of the Week, uh, National Player of the Week. Um, You know, just – Going into tournament time, you're one of the names that people will know probably, right, depending on whoever you play. So how do you keep yourself at the top, but also expecting to see a level of pressure and a level of attention no matter who you're going to play? I think it's like what you said, how my teammates look at me as the leader on the floor. If I look like things are going wrong and I'm worried, then they're going to assume everything's worried. But if I'm staying calm and 
they make mm. me a better player and a better person. They find me in spots and make my life easier when they're making layups, when they're getting me open shots. And I think I just feed off of them. And I just want to be the best version of them so we can go out and win. I think it's about, you know, staying, being consistent every night in the tournament. I think, you know, just I have to build off this Texas game and just be consistent from here on out. Hmm. I love that. Uh, before we before we skip over it, I just want to ask if if uh, that was a foul on Dijonay in in twenty twenty one. Was it a foul? I mean, it was like you know. I think everybody in the gym saw it, heard it, wanted to call it, and it was for sure a foul. Yeah, yeah, foul. Yeah, I mean, I remember. I mean, I told Didi, I was like, I was sitting in my. I mean, because everybody. I think was like kind of pulling for Baylor. Like they just, they just had yeah. great vibes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, obviously UConn has a lot of homers and, you know, we love our UConn fans, but uh, that day on Twitter was great. It was great. Yeah. Just <laughs> seeing everybody kind of rally around uh, referees. Uh, yes. <laughs> I do on a daily basis as somebody who watches so many games. Um, I feel like you're playing this year, like almost better on the road. Do you, do you have, like, a certain edge to you about when you go on the road and, and you know that you don't have the energy of, like, your fans to back you? I think so. I think, like, I don't know why, but it's, like, I love when people in the crowd just get so involved and they're, like, just talking noise. I feed off of it because, like, you get to send even more people at home upset. Like, we just came to your house and beat you. Now we just get to send more people home mad. Like, it's just a great feeling. I'm just like, yeah, I like that. Like, I just like sending people home mad. <laughs> Who in the Big 12 has uh, has the most annoying fans? I say Iowa State. I knew it was going to be Ames. I knew it. Yeah, I can see that. Texas. Texas with their new gym, like, crazy loud. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's real tight now. Yes. Like intimate, like an intimate vibe. Yeah, Yeah. which means you can hear every comment. Yeah, I was like, I can't hear for a second. Like, they were just yelling. I was like, oh, my God. Can y'all hear me call to play? But it was just fun. Yeah, I also, too, feel like Vic Schaefer just always has good fans. Like, I just feel like he has those fans that come and are like, we're going to say anything. We're going to be the, you know, this the 11th person, the 11th man. Like, I just feel like that's a, that's a Vic Schaefer community, too. When I played him at Mississippi State, I said the same thing. I was like, yeah. these are the worst fans in the entire country. Like, my goodness. <laughs> yes. I wanna I wanna jump in and, and share some of these some of these clips real quick. Please take my ass in here. No foul, yes. but the changing of not just shooting threes, but two pointers here. Another one, that's absolutely a foul. <laughs> I mean, but Texas was staying close to the majority of this. This one's my favorite. Uses the screen, goes back, reverse. Silly. Tough. And then the, uh, I guess this is another one, but obviously everyone who's watching this game saw this shot, just went nuts over yep. it. Yeah, that was. Absolute yep. dagger. <laughs> but I, I, I want to focus on the next the next play I'm going to show. I brought it from the first act because I thought it was pretty, pretty special to see um, and I've seen it a couple times from you this year, but this is after a foul. Freshman commits it. I think it's their second or third. And we see this clear example of leadership uh, with you going to talk to him. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, third foul on Bella, who obviously has been playing super great this year. Like, yes. Uh, I mean, y'all are you're getting a lot of output from your young players, which not every team has the uh, has to rely on young players like that. So, uh, how do you feel that your freshmen have come along this year? And do you feel that it's your responsibility and you've gotten better at being that leader on the court? Like you said, our freshmen, I mean, they don't even play like freshmen. If you didn't have it beside their name on the sheet or whatever, I wouldn't know. Um, and they're only going to get better. They've gotten better each and every day. And I think they've been challenged. They've had to guard Diamond Miller. They've had to guard Ashley Jones. They've had to guard so many people. It's not an easy job. And, you know, yeah, we it has its ups and downs. But, you know, they got to know people have their back. And we're going to pick them up. Like, I just believe in them so much more than what they think sometimes. And right then and there, like you showed that clip, I let Bella know, hey, that was a frustration foul. Just because you missed that layup, don't go pick up your third foul because you're frustrated. We need you on the floor. I don't need you sitting over there on the bench just because you're upset with a foul like that. That was one of those moments where she showed, I was like, hey, that's a freshman move. And you're so much more than that. And we need you on the floor rather than having that foul. And our freshmen are just people that have made me come outside of my shell and lead them in a different way than I've had to do before. I really didn't have to have a voice like that. But this year, they've made me, you know, speak up a lot more, be a better leader because they look up to me more than what I know. And it's like we need them in the stretch. And when things go wrong, I'm like, hey, hey, you're good. Like, just calm down. Big games, it's okay. Like, hey, we're good. And I just trust and believe in them and very proud of them. Hmm. I love that. I was never that type of leader. Yeah. (laughs) Never was. I mean, because you you think like, okay, coach is going to go yell at them. But like, I I think that is such a good, like, uh, such a good, like, I don't know, it's not the shop for the chaser thing in in terms Mm. of drinking, right? But like, it's like, hey, like, I don't know. I think hearing that from your teammate uh, probably means a lot more than, because you you just, you know, you're going to get yelled at for a coach and picking up a foul like that. Mm-hmm. But um, very impressed, just overall poise and and everything against a team that is, you know, probably one of the best defensive teams in the country at home. And, you know, you're basically going to be playing without a starter for the final eight minutes of the second quarter and you take a lead in halftime. I think it starts with that leadership for sure. Yes. Yeah. I feel like um, that's a that's point guard college leadership right there. That, yes. That's how Sarah and I met. But that's next level leadership um but also too like the best teams especially tournament time are player-led teams you know coaches do a great job with schemes and making sure that you know you guys run your stuff and they try to put together get the best game plan but when you're at tournament time you've never seen a team before your team maybe is down by this much the first time in a few games it's the player-led teams that i feel like end up overcoming those difficulties or being resilient on the court with each other. So, and I think it's, it's great too, that you in your leadership also still have room to grow, right? Like you still have years to play. Like it, it's not perfect, but at the same time, you're seeing improvement in your leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I feel like, I like that you said that they made you come out of your shell. Yes. Um, I would also, you know, think that your coaches probably love that, you know, just because that what was needed of you was probably less coach Cohen telling you, Hey, I need you to talk more but more your fresher making mistakes and you being like, I got to say something now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's dope. How would you describe your game? Like if someone has never seen your game before, give me, we won't do an animal this time. Cause that's what we did last okay. week. 
Okay. But um, give me um, three words that describe your game. Three words. Yeah. Take your time. All encompassing three words. Hmm. Dan, are you thinking about yours? Oh, I'm just thinking about ones for Sarah that I have. Okay. okay. I like that. Mm, fun, mm. confident, and memorable. Ooh. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I was thinking like electric. Yeah. I feel like you play electric, you know, just like always getting downhill, kind of always on the bounce scoring. And then, like you said, fun, like you smile on the court. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> man. You got to enjoy like this. This is the best game in the world to play. Like I love when I see players that actually enjoy playing this game. We know that it comes with so much like just extra pressures and things to do and ups and downs. But like it's awesome to see players actually on the court playing the game and you can tell they clearly enjoy still playing the game. Yes. Yeah. For, for me, it was poise. Like, mm-hmm. you have been, I mean, Baylor has been a part of a lot of games that like just have crazy swings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it reminds me that, I mean, y'all went one on one against them, but the OU games were like classics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, the first one, I feel like y'all got ahead so much at Oklahoma. Then, they make a nice run almost, I think they tied up in the first half, mm-hmm. but then the fourth quarter, you kind of took over. Um, and then I guess it was at home against Baylor. That's a heartbreaker for y'all. Yes. Um, and I'm sure there was like, I mean, yeah, the turnover, that that last sequence, I don't know if y'all watched that on film, if Coach made y'all watch mm-hmm. it on film, but that had to hurt. Yeah, I mean, it hurts, but that's how you grow. Yeah. You got to see it to learn from it. So, honestly, that's True. how you grow. We took it. We swallowed a hard pill and was just ready to play the next game because now you got another chance to go 1-0. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You mentioned that you chose Baylor because you wanted to stay in your home. You wanted, you know, a huge family base. Um, what What's your family like during games? Like, how many come? How many pack the crowd? What What is? What are they yelling out from, from the sides? I mean, you know, my dad and mom, you know, you could probably put them on the sideline and they think they could be coaches sometime. Uh, <laughs> my brother, you know, he's very chill and laid back, but, you know, he'll get into it. And I'm like, I must be doing something good to get my brother into the game, to get him up and cheering. But now overall, my family, you know, they I love them like to death. They support me through the ups and downs, the good, the bad. And, you know, no matter what, they got my back and they come to every home game when they can get a chance. But most of all, they're my biggest fans. Um, never have to look to anybody else for it because as long as I got them with me, then I'm all good. So yeah, they're my biggest fans. They can be coaches sometime, but I love them. Oh, that's awesome. I feel that. So playing for coach Colin, what is it about her system and her leadership that, that really makes this team thrive and makes this team go? Um, I think what really makes us thrive off of her is she's coached to where we want to be one day. And, mm. you know, it's about trusting the process. It's not going to be pretty all the time. And we know what we do behind closed doors. And, you know, a lot of people look at the losses, but, hey, we know what we do. It's about how do we respond and how do we learn from it. She's prepared us in ways. And, you know, sometimes the other team is just a better team that night. And she's always she's always believing in us. She's never once stopped coaching us after a loss. She's going to continue to coach us through the ups and downs, no matter what it is. I like that. I I I was wondering if there's like a certain 
aspect about her coaching at the next level that adds a, a little bit of respect and, and kind of admiration um, as far as, you know, just seeing that and, and knowing like her connections. Um, it's, it's also, I mean, seeing the players that she's developed, including yourself, um, has to has to speak volumes. So, I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm, I'm leaving out the assistant coaching staff, and I'm sure you have a good staff there as well that mm-hmm. that works hard in the off season with with all of you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I want to get into some non basketball questions. Um, okay. Give me your top three favorite movies. My top three favorite movies um, would be Love and Basketball. Classic. Oh, cliche. ATL. Okay. Hey, shout out to T.I. Okay. And let me think. What would be my third one, like, if I had to watch? My third movie, like, if I had to watch. Okay, I feel like this is one, like, it really is not, like, my movie. But, uh-huh. like, you got to hear me out. I would probably say The Color Purple because, listen, my mom, like, used to play that movie so much I felt mm. like it had to be one of my favorites <laughs> yeah I mean it's a character movie for sure yes it's just like not I feel like it's just not a great movie to watch over and over and over you know like yeah. I, mean, I used <laughs> to be like don't criticize her mom I know sorry mom <laughs> I mean but hey I'm just like mom can we please watch something different please <laughs> No, I mean, I feel like everyone's mom has those movies, right? Because I'm, I'm thinking about that same scenario. My mom made me watch my cousin Vinny so many times. <laughs> my cousin Vinny and Selena. Um, it's Latina icon, so uh, got to show love there. But yeah, you know, I, I, I appreciate those answers. Um, what's your what's your go-to song right now for getting you hyped before a game? Um, what's the Drake song? I actually posted it with a video. When it was like I had someone tell me I fell off. Ooh, I needed that because Ooh, like you know bringing it back. Like, yeah, I just felt like that's the one. Like that's just how I feel. I feel like people kind of forgot about me. And they're like, oh, like she's back, and I just feel like that's the song I need to hear before every game. Yeah, get you in the I'm, mentality. I love I'm that. Gonna be, I'm gonna be real. I don't think too many people have, but I like that you're putting that chip on your shoulder. <laughs> if that's what you need to do to drop thirty. We yeah. forgot about you. you know Forget about it. I'm like, that. okay, cool. Like, I'm here, though. I, I got a game tonight. I think I might listen to it on the way. And if, if I go off, I'll, I'll tweet at you and let you know. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I love that. Um, are you a dessert person? Are you I like a... Uh, yeah, okay. So what are some of your go-to desserts? I'm all about sugar over here. I literally have my candy stash. Like, okay. all the time. So desserts first, like before games, before every game, I'll eat Scooby snacks and some Skittles. Before every game, I'll have two packs of Scooby snacks and a pack of Skittles before every game. And then I love like warm chocolate chip cookies and ice cream and cheesecake Mm. and cake. Like I'll eat it all. Yeah. (laughs) We need to get an NIL Scooby snacks deal for Sarah Andrews. I eat right. I'm telling you before every game, two packs of them. Well, we How long about... has that been going on? Uh, since the beginning of the year. Last year it was um, what did I eat? Last year I ate MMs before every game. Like it was just I gotta stick with it. Mm. Yeah. But we uh we had Taylor Robertson on from OU and mm-hmm. she was she was telling us about how in high school she would have 
Sonic cheese sticks before every high school game. Oh, I can't do the cheese not before the game. Yeah, I guess yeah. she. I guess she's not allowed to do that at OU anymore. When you get like uh, a full nutrition <laughs> staff and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I put terrible stuff in my body now. I I mean, I, I I'm you're playing professional basketball in Australia and you're 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 eating candy, but like you're you know, I was never that. So. <laughs> What is it? What is it about the candy? Like, do you feel like you need a little sugar? Like, you just kind of need something to calm you down? Like, was it like an AAU thing? I feel like I see kids in AAU all the time, and like everybody's eating Sour Patch Kids right before they get on the court. Like, what is it that you feel like you you get from the candy right before? I feel like it's just like it just gets me going, but it's like I feel like I can't switch it up because I've had success from it. So I'm like, you don't change nothing you've been doing. You eat your Scooby snacks and you eat your Skittles. I don't care if your stomach hurt, but you better go on about your day and go out there and do what you got to do. <laughs> do uh, I was, I was going to say, ice cream-wise, have you had – I mean, it's it's definitely expensive and probably overpriced, but it's amazing. And I don't know if it's in Waco, but have you had Jenny's? Jenny's, no. I've never had Jenny's. Right, we got to yeah, – I mean, I don't know the rules with NIL. I don't think I'm allowed to just send Sarah Andrews, like, Jenny's. Maybe, you know, we, we just, like, say that we're friends, and I think I'm allowed, but, like, Jenny's <laughs> ice cream, I swear to God, it's, like, I think it's $10 a pint up here. So, like, a, you know, like the Ben Jerry size pints, $10 a pint, but it's the best ice cream I've had in my life. I okay. swear. Mm-hmm. There's one on the on Congress in Austin. I guess you're not playing there anymore but next time when y'all win in in austin you know tell coach to treat the team take take us out to jenny's okay i got you i got you um what about game day swag um do you kind of always wear sweats are you always chilling do you do like your hair and stuff at home or do you wait till you get to the gym like what's that i'm gonna probably walk in with a hoodie on and some shorts (laughs) or some sweats might have my toes out uh, I might come in with some Jordans on. It's just I'm coming comfortable, and then I'm switching into game mode after that. I don't care how I show up because I just need to win. And so you know, I might come in looking a little crazy. <laughs> where uh, where did y'all play earlier this year? Um, like for your like vacation style tournament? Oh, uh, so we played in Florida. Okay. Mm. Okay, that's not bad. That's not a bad travel. What's the worst travel you've had to do uh, at Baylor? Probably Iowa State. And you do that every year? Yeah, that's probably the hardest travel. Like, yeah, that flight is long. Mm. And then she finds out next year they're going to Maui or something? Yeah. yeah. You don't like flights? Like, I'm good. I'm good on flights until I start feeling the turbulence. Then I'm like, all right. Get me back down to the – yeah, get me back down. I'm done. My stomach starts yeah. turning. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I was on a flight one of these summers. I was on a flight calling a CBS game. I think I was coming back from Nebraska, and um, the turbulence started, like, right away. Like, as soon as we got in the air, and, you know, the pilot gets on, hey, we're going to expect some turbulence. Like, please put on your seatbelts, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's like going and I'm like praying at this point, like I'm gripping onto the what's name. I'm like, Jesus, please. Like, come on, please. I just wanted to call the game. Like, please. And all I, I just kept thinking, like, we have another hour and a half was a connecting flight. Like we have another hour and a half flight. I won't make it for another hour and a half. Like people understand three minutes of turbulence is a long time. A long, it's a long time to be scared up in the air, nothing underneath you. 
normal it was dark out i'm just like this is a long time like this this is a very just it's a very scary place to be in i feel like mm-hmm. when you're in a plane and like turbulence happens yeah it's like what what am i supposed to believe in right now like i don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh yeah. i i'm there's so many games on right now and and you know the rest of this week and it's it's always weird that the big 12 tournament is a week later uh is there any player or team that you really enjoy watching uh like when you're not playing I think just in general, I enjoy watching basketball Mm because I think right now, like, everybody's, like, unexpected. You never know who's going to win sometime. On any given night, anybody can be beat. So, like, I can be on ESPN and I can see somebody 52, 52, and I'm like, oh, let me go watch. Like, let me go watch and see what happens. I think I just like fun games because it's like I want to play in an environment like that, too. Like, it's just fun to watch. So you love the clutch moments, like when you get to be a part of one. Yes. Should have given you the ball against Iowa State both both times when it was tied. <laughs> I was telling her, I, so I was in El Salvador just like getting smacked by my wife like in church, even though I didn't understand any of the sermon in Spanish. Just like watching the score ticker because of course like ESPN won't work for me in uh, in El Salvador. But that that game just killed me and I couldn't watch it. I had to watch it when I got home. But yeah, I mean clutch moments are. I mean. There's a few players that I really trust, um, and it's, it's hard to build that with a coach. But I, and I, and it comes with time, obviously. But I, th- I feel like you have proven yourself time and time again that in every environment you're you're pretty much in control. And as a guard, that's what you look for. Uh, so I mean, I'm I'm buying all the Baylor stock going into the tournament. Let them doubt me. <laughs> Play the Drake in the locker room. Let's get it going. That's fine. That's fine. Yes. Yes. I yes. hear that. I, I, I literally have never owned a piece of Waco or Baylor gear in my life. Um, I don't think I've ever been to a football game either. Mm. Uh, but Ice, before you got on, I said, I said next year I'm, I'm coming to a, a game in Waco. I'll be in yep. Texas for like a month. Yep. Might even bring Ollie. I got to be. I'm gonna hold should. you to that now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, but like you said earlier, though, if we were to get together all of our episodes of our podcast, we've definitely talked to Baylor Bears the most. I don't know how I don't know how that happened, but I just I, I don't I don't know how that happened. But like, yeah, like who who else we have talked to that has been from like we've had Didi, yeah. we've had Sarah, uh, and there's yeah. been somebody else that had a Baylor connection, and I just feel like yeah, not that we're biased or anything here, but I'm just you know I just kind of like. Yeah, between you guys and Seton Hall, like y'all have flowed up and through, like dice it up. Wait, so y'all, y'all still have like live bears on campus, right? Yes. There's, eyes. You know, there's like two live bears on campus. That's cool. What's, what's I, one? I one like, oh, recently passed away. Oh God, oh, rest no. in peace. Yes. Oh, shame on me for not knowing that. Not well, saying I need you to get better now. at this Baylor history now. Yeah. So it's really the Baylor Bear now. Oh yeah, Baylor Bear. <laughs> Wait, do you know the name? Oh, uh, they were Lady and Joy. Wow, mm-hmm. a true. That's actually adorable. In here, I mean, she knows her Baylor yeah. facts. <laughs> can't even can't even catch her off guard. <laughs> how, how many shows or podcasts have asked you about the names of the Baylor mascot bears? Just one, and that's y'all. Gang and um. So, here. so who do y'all have next? We have West Virginia. And that's right. uh, Saturday. Saturday. Okay. At home? Yes. I love it. 
I love it. And, you know, we get the dice it up bunch or the dice up <laughs> pump. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm so excited to see Sarah go off against West Virginia. They've been they've actually been playing pretty well lately. Uh, mm-hmm. They got they got some shooters. They got some size. But uh, yeah, I mean, we don't we don't like home losses in Waco. That's that's what my my future self is telling me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the best time of the year. I mean, it's the best time where everybody yes. thinks that they're playing their best basketball. Um, you know, they're hyped and ready to go. You talked about having endurance during the stretch and, you know, being a leader. And so it just it's exciting to see you just be able to rise to the occasion. Um, and, you. you know, we know that your team is is going to put some people or, you know, you guys are already on the map. Um, so we're just looking forward to it. But thank you so much for joining the podcast. It's great to talk to you. We appreciate just uh, your honesty and talking about your team and your relationship with your coach um, and also some fun stuff. Um, Scooby Stacks and Sniddles. If I, if I came to a game, I would bring you that myself personally, but um, I'll, I'll virtually send that to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you all for having me. Yes, yeah, oh, we, we're, we're thrilled to have you on, all listeners, Baylor fans. Send the Baylor Athletic Department, CC, uh, Larry Andrews, and Baylor Women's Basketball, send them tons of Scooby Snacks. We got to keep them fed and keep the vibes rolling. Yes, yes, do that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank y'all. wondered how to say good morning in Italian or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.